Episode 34, lads. I was only thinking last night, we're coming to the fucking end of lockdown. And I was like, I, I kind of got a bit of a panicky feeling last night because a mate of mine texted me and asked me had I soaked seeds yet or was I going to soak seeds because, you know, no one really knows whether this lockdown is going to be extended. I don't even know when there's going to be an announcement if there, is, if there fucking has been one or if one is imminent. I don't pay attention to any of that nonsense. Because I have a business that's dependent on it, I probably should, but I haven't. Um, and I would recommend that everybody ignore it as much as humanly possible. Listen to the announcements, you know, or listen to the, you know, the highlights of the announcements. Listen to the, what's relevant. And aside from that, ignore everything else. How many cases, how many deaths, how many fucking blah, 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 all that shit. As far as I'm concerned, in my own personal opinion, it's not worth paying attention to. You're, you're looking at it too closely. Put it this way. In 20 years time... We'll be looking back on this and people will want to know what it was like. And you won't remember any of that shit. Anyway, I say 20 years ago. In six months' time, here's one for you. Six months previous. Like, what what benefit is there to you now of having paid attention to any of the nonsense that was being spouted six months ago? I would argue none. And I would argue that listening to it now is as redundant. Because in a month or two months or six months or whatever length of time... You're not going to remember any of it. It's not going to make any sense to you. You're looking far too closely at it. Now, by all means, go yourself, go get yourself a fucking degree in fucking virology or immunology or fucking something. You know, I'm not opposed to educating yourself, okay, or myself or ourselves. I think that's paramount to having a fucking healthy existence is to be perpetually learning new shit about fucking everything. But what are you learning? You're not learning anything of any value by knowing you know, how many cases there were today or how many cases there were yesterday. Now, if you if you dip into it once a month, maybe, and go, fuck, you know, October's were way up or way down on September's. And if you're looking at it from that perspective, you know, maybe, like, there's an argument there. But generally speaking, I ignore all of it and I'm the better for it. Now, having said that, I got a text last night, as I said, from a mate of mine asking, was I going to sow seeds? And I kind of... My knee jerk was, so seeds, fucking, what's he talking about? Sure, we're in the middle of lockdown, but we're not in the middle of lockdown, lads. We're right at the very fucking end of lockdown, episode 34 of 42. And if memory serves me correctly, I started this a day early. So I was planning on doing it for the six weeks lockdown, six sevens is 42. But I think I started on the day before we went into lockdown. So we're on 34 now. That means there's eight to get to... The 42, but it's really a week, it's only seven days. We're literally, this is the first day of the last week of our six weeks lockdown. So we're five sixths the way through, if that makes sense. Five done, one to go. So we're by no means in the middle of anything. We're at the end of lockdown. And when that hit home, when that sank into my skull last night, I kind of went, <gasps> fuck. You know, I, I kind of got a little bit panicky in the moment and I was like, shit, like, do I have time to soak seeds and germinate them and put them under lights and have them ready for when? And bang, I was back into that mode of fucking not knowing which way was up, which was the norm before we went into this lockdown. I'm not going to lie to you. This lockdown was a bit of a fucking relief for me because every week for the previous two or three months, it was like, how many seeds would I fucking sow this week? What are the orders going to be like next week? Nobody knew shit. Nobody knew if I'd have any orders the following week or if I'd have fucking orders out up to me fucking eyes. No one knew. And for, coming from my perspective, I'm better 
looking at it than looking for it. And what I mean there is I'm better having a full fridge full of stock so that when somebody calls, I have it, than having nothing when somebody calls and I don't fucking have it. Now, you run the risk of having to fucking dump stuff. But look, at least you're in it to win it then. You're not just fucking gifting the business to your competitors. But anyway, enough about the poxy lockdown. It's coming to its end. But what it's got me thinking about is what have I fucking done? What have I been doing? Look, I've been doing the podcast every day and that's been great. But again, in the moment last night, I just just got a bit... Just, just, just got a little bit fucking panicky. But I was able to settle myself because I was able to say, no, hang on a second. You're leaner than you were five weeks ago. You're stronger than you were five weeks ago. You're fitter than you were five weeks ago. And physically and mentally, I mean as well, like physically fitter and physically stronger, but mentally fitter and mentally stronger. Just fucking better all around, I think. Because I made the most of the opportunity and I fucking viewed it as such. I didn't view it as the worst thing in the world. I viewed it as an opportunity to fucking, you know, improve my life and by default my fucking wife's life and my kid's wife and my mom's and brother's and sister's life and everybody fucking around me. Because the better you can make you, the better you make your your home life, your work life, your family life. Everything improves if you can just improve you. Now... I've been doing loads of different things and it's been great. I still don't have a plan down, but I'm getting better. I'm being far more vigilant in what I'm eating and not just eating cleanly and eating healthily like everyone should do anywhere and doesn't like I didn't for fucking God knows how many years, but I'm eating clean. But what I'm doing more so is I'm watching me calorie intake and most people, including myself up until recently, when I hear any mention of calorie intake, it's like, oh God, where do you keep your notebook for your calorie intake and your fucking fanny pack? Do you know what I mean? Like, or in your purse. Don't be such a big girl's blouse about it and be a man, basically. That would have been my kind of mantra. I wouldn't have expressed it exactly like that, but that's basically the way the fucking monkey mind would have expressed itself. But what I mean is, when I'm counting calories, I'm not going, ooh, I can't eat that because, you know, it's got X amount of calories. Because I'm training so hard and because I'm working out and because I'm going for runs and doing all these different things, I have to massively up my food intake. Like yesterday, I did a a strength and conditioning session for two hours and burned 2,000 calories. Now, the average daily intake for a man is 2,500 calories per day. That's just for you fucking getting up out of bed, walking around and going back to sleep again. Okay? You need two and a half thousand as a you know a benchmark to just survive as a man. It's two and a half thousand for a man and two thousand for a woman. Now look, if you're an eight foot four man and you're a fucking two foot four woman, you have to kinda, you know, figure it out for yourself. But generally speaking, two and a half thousand for a man, two thousand for a woman. But yesterday I burned two thousand calories in a two hour period doing a weights routine, which means that yesterday I needed to pack in a minimum of four and a half thousand calories. Holy shit, man, that's a lot of food. That is a lot of fucking food. I've never felt as stuffed and as sick as I did last night. I didn't feel sick. I didn't feel ill. Like I didn't feel like there was something wrong with me. I felt bloated like I've never felt it before because I found myself at 8 o'clock at night with a 2,000 calorie deficit and a 2 litre deficit as well. I need to be putting away about 3 or 4 litres of water a day and I only had 2 
1,000 calories, or sorry, I only had about 2,500 calories and about 2 litres of water in me come 8 o'clock last night. So after 8 o'clock last night, I had to somehow wedge 2 litres of water into myself and 2,500 calories. And fuck me, man. Like, I used to think, like, I've heard actors in particular pissing the moaning over the years because when they're being interviewed, like, let's say somebody's playing fucking Superman or Batman and they have to get jacked as fucking ripped and shredded and bulk up and, like, they look like a fucking underwear model, like, in the movie. And they're asked, you know, what was the training like? How long did it take you? Blah, blah, blah. And they all fucking say the same thing. The training's not that hard. The work, like, the, the actual physical routines isn't that hard. It's the fucking food that kills them. Because if you're not compensating for what you're burning, so yesterday, if I didn't eat that extra 2,000 calories because I had burned the 2,000 calories, the workout itself is redundant. You're wasting your fucking time. If you're not fueling your training, you're wasting your fucking time. But the same can be said if you're not training. So if you're just a regular Joe dude and you're just going about your day, you're not training, you're not running, you're not doing anything extreme or excessive or anything... You need to be getting in your two and a half thousand calories. You can't be getting in one and a half thousand and you can't be getting in three and a half thousand. You need to be at that two and a half thousand mark. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to fucking, you know, when you're at 2,495, go, oh shit, I don't, I need another five calories. These are fucking rough and ready figures, lads. Ballpark, like. But anyway, enough about fucking calorie intake. No, actually, it's not enough about calorie intake. Here's one for you about calories. I've mentioned before about measurements. You know, you have it. You have lengths, which are generally millimeters, centimeters, meters, kilometers, all the way up to fucking light years. Okay, there are distances. Then there's volume. So you've got, oh fuck, what do you have? Milliliters, liters, gallons, all that jazz. But calories is another measurement, and it's a measurement of energy. Now, bro science alert, I'm by no means fucking an expert in this, but the sentiment, just if you get the gist of what I'm saying, you'll be perfectly fine. If you look at the nutritional value on any packet of food, you know that little fucking rectangle that's in the back of your food? It'll have the calories. Fuck, is it kilojoules? Hold on, back in two secs. And I'm back. Yeah, it gives both. It gives the calories and the... I think is it kilojoules? I don't know. Forget about the kilojoules for a minute. Let's just stick with calories. They usually tell you on the packet of food the amount of calories per serving or per 100 grams. Personally, I find the per 100 grams to be better because everything, you can do everything by 100 grams. Like a, a, You mightn't get a serving of a particular type of food, but you'll always get the per 100 grams. So there'll be X amount of calories per 100 grams. Now, the way that's worked out, again, bro science alert, but the sentiment will be there. The way that's worked out is they have in a lab almost like a little furnace going, just like a little self-contained fire, okay? Like a stove, like a, a solid fuel stove you'd have in the house, only a little small one. And they put in X amount of coal or gas or whatever fuel it is, and it's burning away, and it keeps it at a constant temperature, Okay? Then they throw in a fucking 100 grams of nuts or salad leaf or whatever it is that they're looking to get the calorific value of. They chuck that in, close the door, and whatever the increase in temperature is or the increase in heat from it is, that's basically what they're working out. So it's a crude way of measuring how much energy is in food. 
a very crude way so it's not an exact science so that's another reason why you shouldn't stress over getting you know two thousand exactly for a woman or two and a half thousand for a man because different foods go through the body in different ways our stomachs aren't furnaces lads okay they don't burn it like they don't combust the food to generate energy so a good example of this is cashew nuts okay if you're familiar with eating cashew nuts you might have noticed this cashews are quite high in calories it's because most oils are or most nuts should i say are quite oily they're full of fats and fats are a high energy food as you can imagine if you throw a load of fat into a fire like it'll burn like fuck here's one for you if you've got a fire at home you know those little tubs of dips you get with pizza fuck one of them into a fire lads and watch it blow up the fucking fire not blow it up but like it'll fucking it's an accelerant like like it must be full of fat the calorie fucking um value of that stuff must be off the chart but anyway i digress getting back to cashew nuts they're high in calories okay so you have to be careful if you're looking to keep it low and they're brilliant if you're looking to pile on calories like i was last night brazil nuts in particular lads fucking rocket fuel but anyway if you're familiar with eating cashew nuts, just getting back to the whole burning it in the little furnace and working out the calorie value for it or the energy value for it. I think calories and energy are more or less synonyms. Yeah, ish. That's not exact again by any means. But the thing about it is when you put cashews into a fire, they'll burn whatever you put into it in, in up. They'll just burn it up. It'll all go and they'll get whatever value, whatever heat value is gotten from it. But when you chew them up and you swallow them, you'll see them in your shit. you literally see bits of almonds in your shit. Now, if the almonds are still, if there's bits of almonds still in your shit, that means that your body hasn't broken them down. So if, I don't know, 10% of the almonds that you eat, that you shove into your mouth and chew, if 10% of them come out in your shit, by right you should be reducing the amount of calories that you've considered to have consumed by the same amount. Now again, I'm not fucking picking through me shit and working out what percentage of the fucking cashew nuts I had are there, but I do vaguely bring it bring it into the equation. So if I have a handful of nuts and I've worked out the calorie into the calorific value of it to be I don't know 500, I'll call it 400, okay, just to just to fucking be more exact. But anyway, enough about the bits of cashew nuts in my shit. I want to talk about something that I haven't spoken about before, and which is very, very uh, relevant for all this talk I've mentioned about nutrition and calories and fucking all that jazz, and it's water intake. Here's a good rule of thumb for you lads. Your piss should be either clear or slightly yellow, okay? If it's always yellow, you're always dehydrated, okay? When you're dehydrated, your piss goes yellow, okay? And it's a, a really good marker. For you to know whether or not you're drinking enough. Now it's okay to be a little bit dehydrated throughout the day. Every so often. So if I know if one piss out of the day is a little bit yellow. Grand. You are you happen to be a little bit fucking dehydrated. Get a drink. But if your piss is always yellow. You're not drinking enough. And you know you might say what harm. Who cares. Your piss is yellow. Big deal. I don't know what the fucking long-term effects of not being hydrated enough are but they're not good so if your piss is yellow drink some more water your piss i suppose shouldn't always be clear there should be a little bit of yellow in it every so often but again i don't 
mean to say you should have a little colour chart and you should be measuring your piss all the time. It's just a nice one to be aware of this idea that your piss should be clear the majority of the time. And if it's not, get some fucking water into your lads. No video today. Fuck, I meant to start this fucking episode off with, ah, oh, sorry lads, no video today. I got a bit of a rush of the blood to the head and I said I'd have a video uploaded. That's not going to happen today anyway. And I want to get this done and up. I'm in the car park outside fucking Aldi here about to go into my shop and your man in the car beside me is looking at me like I'm insane. Not that I'm saying I'm not, but anyway. No video today. I don't know when the video is going to go up. It might be the new year because Pat... My baby brother and past guest in front of the show has uploaded all of my back catalogue, for want of a better term, onto YouTube and it's going up every day. Now, there's about 30 odd episodes, 35 episodes to go up because there was the 34 that I'm going to do. Oh, sorry, it's the 34 that I've done, the remaining eight, and there was another couple. So there's about 45 or so episodes that are going to be on YouTube every day for the next 40 or so days and that brings me to January so what I'm thinking now just thinking out loud again is finish up this season in seven days time or eight days time episode number 42 get a couple of conversations together and start working on solo season three early in the new year with them without videos and get a plan for, even for January, I was going to say fucking the next decade, but that's just too much, it's too vague, it's too broad. So if between now and December, I can come up with a plan for January. And a plan, it's such a, I love, I love January, it's such a fucking great time of the year. Granted, it's the depths of winter and all that jazz, it's not fucking great, but I just there's something there's something about the reset there's something about that one at the end of the 2020 it just changes things you can kind of it's it to me it's just a perfect start plus it's the depths of winter so when better to fucking get a real good start to the year than in fucking January get Christmas behind you start looking forward to the rest of the year and maybe fucking take a leaf out of fucking what I'm doing and maybe think to yourself Right, lockdown's nearly over. What are you going to do in the next week before you go back to work if you've been off? What are you going to do in January? Now's the time to be starting to think about what you're going to do in January because January is the launch pad for not even 2021. The first fucking quarter of 2021. The first three months, lads. If we can get a fucking good start of the year, then in March and April, April especially, and even into May, when the weather picks up, you're starting to think, fuck, I'm on a roll now. I've been doing well for the last couple of months and the fucking evenings are getting longer. It's getting brighter. It's getting warmer. There's more leaves in the trees and all that jazz. And holy shit, it's nearly 20 minutes. Knife to do a shop and herself's going to kill me. Lads, I'll chat to you tomorrow.